Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Mom's Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, Increase your income and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water. My guest today is Robin Sears. <laughs> Thanks for coming and talking to us on Solomon's Talk, Robin. I'm glad to have you. Yes, thank you so much, Rosemary. I feel very grateful to be here today. Thank you. You're welcome. So before we get into what Robin does, tell us who is Robin Sears? Yeah, that's a great question. (laughs) Uh, So I uh, reside outside of Atlanta uh, with my husband. Uh, Between the two of us, we have five grown children, uh, three granddaughters and another grandbaby on the way. So uh, life is expansive and, uh, and busy and quite beautiful. Uh, at the moment. So, um, I am also a coach and, and love serving, um, my clients and they're who are predominantly single mothers and I have a heart and a passion for them. I was a single mom myself for a number of years and really experienced some, uh, tremendous generosity and compassion from individuals that crossed my path during that time and want to pay that back. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that little bit with us. Now, um, I want to go back a little bit and ask you to tell us, one, how you became a solo mom. Um, We we use solo mom because we want to encompass all mothers mothering solo. Yes. Um, How you became a solo mom. And how did that journey lead you to do what you're doing now? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I became a solo mom after 17 years of marriage and I had three young children, one in elementary school, one in middle school, and one in high school and found myself entering the workforce for the first time in my mid thirties. Uh, because previously I'd been a stay-at-home mom and I uh, was very blessed to be able to do that. Um, but my over the course of 17 years, my marriage had always been difficult. And it just got to the point where um, it, we just needed to part ways. And um, after a number of years, I can say that we're, um, you know, we're not, we're not friends, <laughs> but we're, we are uh, cordial, right? We can get along uh, for our children with all of the growth that happens when families expand, right? It's, I think it's important to maintain some of those um, relationships with boundaries. Uh, so I also, which I think is an important part of my story, is I was a very young mom. I was 17 when I had my oldest son. And, um, my husband was 20. So we were two children having children. (laughs) So, uh, trying to grow up together and, um, start a family and step into adulthood, um, in a way that uh, neither one of us were really prepared for, Uh, and, and honestly, I think we did the best that we could, um, in the moment. Yes. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. It's not, it's not always successful when we marry young, um, especially, especially if we weren't finished growing. <laughs> yes. For yes. Sure. For yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. So I see you say you empower single moms to thrive through positive intelligence coaching. What is that? So positive intelligence is a um, a methodology that was created by a gentleman. uh, His name is Shirzad Charmaine. And after years of, he was a CEO and uh, did a lot of executive coaching and um, studied a lot of neuroscience. And this was, this is his, Uh, his methodology. And what I love about it so much is I think it really gets to the heart of the matter of the things that we struggle with, right? Like they say that our, our, the biggest struggle that we have in our lives are actually what live between our two ears, right? Mm -hmm. Our brains. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's a way to recognize the ways that we self-sabotage and each person is unique. Um, and so, uh, he has, there, there's an assessment you can take and it's free and it's, it's actually pretty interesting. And what I learned when I took the assessment and the goal of the assessment is to figure out his 10 saboteurs, he calls them saboteurs. And it's the 10 uh, most common ways that we get in our own way. And when I first took the assessment, I was like, I don't do that. No, that's not me. Um, be, and then when I started reading about it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is me. I create my own stress by being restless and by avoiding things. And each saboteur actually has an underlying strength. And so some of my strengths are, um, I'm very calm and, um, 
like I, I change plans. Like if somebody's like, oh, we're not going to do that now. We're going to do this. I'm like, okay. Like I tend to be very go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I learned about starting the um, positive learning about positive intelligence is um, is how to interrupt those thought patterns. So when my restlessness kicks in, when I'm looking for the next shiny object to distract me from what my goals might be, um, he has a process and he calls them PQ reps. And the way I like to explain it is there are micro moments of mindfulness. And that's sort of my own terminology, the way that I've been able to um, explain them to myself. But it is literally just taking a moment to recenter yourself. And you can do it anywhere in a business meeting, you know, at the doctor's office, when your kids are freaking out and traffic, whatever. And it is, and it is utilizing your breath and taking an opportunity to just stop the mind from going 50 miles an hour into the future, which mm-hmm. is what we oftentimes do. And I think especially yes. it's important to interrupt this pattern for single mothers because that's where stress is created. It's the what ifs, right? The, what if I can't pay this bill? What if I lose my job? What if this? And, and I don't know if you've noticed this about yourself, but what I notice for myself is that when I start down that path, I feel it in my body. My shoulders become earrings. Mm -hmm. My neck gets tight. My jaw starts to hurt. My heart starts to pound and I start breathing really shallowly. And I might be describing like a panic attack. (laughs) So, um, And the opportunity to do some of these PQ reps is a way to interrupt that thought pattern and to say to myself, okay, but what is going on right here, right now? How can I connect my breath to bring me to the present instead of allowing myself to be racing off into the future? Or fighting all the battles in my mind with the, I should have said this, or I should have done that. The I should have, and all of those things get in the way of our peace. Yes. So this is what I like to share, and it's really applicable to anybody, but single moms have a special place in my heart um, for obvious reasons. But I wish at the time that someone had shown me some ways to stop the madness, right? Um, and, and I did go to therapy, which was really helpful. And I learned some things there, which of course were really beneficial, but there's this, um, there's a simplicity to the positive intelligence method that I think really resonates with a lot of people. And it is embracing the fact that we have this weakness right? It's our inner judge. It's the inner critic always beating us up and telling us that we're not enough. We're not doing it right. We're not good enough. And that is a lie. And the world tells us it's the truth, Yeah, but it's a lie. Mm -hmm. I came to the point where I was like, I am so exhausted and I am tired of believing the lies. Yeah, It doesn't mean I have toxic positivity because I certainly don't. Life is hard sometimes, right? And embracing the hard, recognizing that it's hard, but not staying in that place and being able to 
um, the flip side of the saboteur, it's the sage perspective. So it's being able to be able to be creative and innovate and, um, uh, which is what we're created to do, right? I believe that we were created to be, um, incredibly, uh, innovative individuals. And when stress, it's like a block, right? And it prevents us from thinking and it prevents us from uh, wanting to do more. And so anyway, that's a long-winded way to say that I utilize positive intelligence to throw a stick in stress and say, no more, no more. We're not, we're not doing that. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. And, you know, it's the lizard brain. And sometimes when yeah. I look back, I see how that lizard brain, um, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, but that's how you made, made all the wrong decisions because you were in the frame of mind to make decisions. You were too right. busy, you know, listening to the crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. The you know the fight flight freeze and now they've mm-hmm. added on to that right so it's yeah. this you know and it literally stops the thought process yeah so um, I like to think that uh, stress anxiety fear I don't think that there's anything I don't think any emotion is negative what mm-hmm. makes it negative is the amount of time that we stay in it yes. And that's part of what positive intelligence teaches you is to learn how to limit the amount of time that you stay in it, right? Mm-hmm. The It's like putting your hand on the hot stove. That first second, that for oh, that is hot. It's a warning, right? Yes. When I feel anxiety starting to creep in, that is a warning signal. The bells now go off and go, Robin, you've got some anxiety going on. What's, what's happening here? And it allows me to check in with myself and to sit back and do a little breathing, feel where I am in the moment. It's like, what is the truth here? It's my brain running off into making meaning out of something that there is no meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, What is the truth for this particular moment? Yes. Because I don't like to have my fingers on a hot stove. It it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody does. But then we don't realize that's really what we're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Utilize those those tough emotions as a warning sign to to check in with yourself. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. All right. So I'm thinking that somewhere in there you're set, you told us uh, what inspired you to work with single mothers, but can you expand on that a little bit and also expand on this topic of mindfulness, especially where it pertains to single moms? Sure. Um, so like I mentioned before, I was a single mom for a number of years and, mm-hmm. um, my situation, I walked into, I, I needed to start working so that I could support my children. And that was terrifying. I had worked at home doing, you know, all the things, volunteering, taking care of the kids in the house and, uh, you know, the 8 million things that you have to juggle there. Mm-hmm to step into the workforce and to add that to my plate. And, um, I, my, my very first boss, uh, I was working in the insurance industry was very challenging. And, um, he ended up 
moving on to another and he closed his agency. And uh, so I, I was without a job for like two weeks. Well, a friend referred me. She's like, hey, I know another insurance agent and his um, his office manager is going, she's leaving. She's going to have a baby and she's not coming back. And you already know the business, you know, you know all the things. So you're already trained. You, do you want to interview? And I was like, absolutely. It ended up being the biggest blessing uh, for me at that time because the gentleman, he and his wife owned the agency and I really credit them with setting me on a path to self-exploration, um, increasing my self-confidence and starting to peel the onion of all the lies that I had believed and been told about myself. The I'm not good enough, right? The I'm not smart enough, the I'm not. They were so incredibly kind and really mentored me in a period of time of my life where I didn't have a good understanding of who Robin really is, right? Like I didn't, uh, it was like I was just kind of moving through life in a fog and incredibly afraid of failure. If I lose this job, I can't feed my kids. If I, you know, um, if I lose this job, then all of those things that had been told to me, that must mean it's true. Yeah. So what this gentleman and his wife did for me was help me realize that I am enough. I am smart enough, capable enough, creative enough. I am good enough as I am. Slightly broken, right? I think we're all a little broken. But I was, so I, I ended up in working um, in an environment that was incredibly positive. And they taught me, this might sound silly, but they finally gave me permission to make a mistake and not beat myself up over it. And I, I'll never forget this moment. I, I made a mistake. And I was sitting at my desk and, and my boss and I told him and my boss came over and, and we were kind of talking in a very like educational, matter of fact, like it's no big deal. Hey, and let, that's kind of, let's do this instead. And, you know, it's no big, it's fixed. You know, it's like, it's no big deal. You know? And he was so incredibly kind to me in that moment. And I'd only been there for a couple of months. That when he walked away, I slumped down in my chair and I hid behind my computer monitor and I cried Mm. because his kindness hit a spot that needed healing. Yeah. So um, that really was a pivotal moment for me to realize that I actually deserve kindness. It makes a big difference, doesn't it? When you have a nurturing environment Mm. that you work in as a solo mom, because, you know, you're already beating down yourself and, you know, you may have people around you beating you down, but when you're at work, you know, you spend a lot of time there. And if there are people there beating you down too, I mean, what, what, what's left? Like, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so that kind of set this process in motion where I really started to peel the onion and figure Mm -hmm. out who I am, what I love, 
what kind of human do I want to be? And how do I want to serve? And years later, uh, I've taken um, quite a number of certifications. I have an executive coaching uh, diploma from Emory and uh, done some work with the Empowerment Dynamic and positive, and, you know, my, I have a mindfulness certification because where I felt like I was being led is this place where I needed to understand how to interrupt stress, right? Life is always going to be hard and challenging. Mm-hmm. It is the way we choose to interact with it. And we have, that's the only choice we have. We don't have a choice to handle the other person and to control their, the way they're responding to you. You know, the only choice I have is to control myself and to control yes. my emotional responses. And I knew that I needed to have a handle on this and to, to create some practices in my life and to implement um, healthy things that would take me to a place of, uh, of peace, even in the midst of chaos. And so part of that is my, part of that understanding is my desire to give this back to single mothers who are juggling work and all of the 8 million things at home and children and the the fear of the world is sitting on their shoulders mm-hmm. and it breaks my heart because I remember sitting in that seat and thinking, I, I, this is hard and being incredibly worried about my children and some of the choices that they were making as teenagers and, um, you know, it's like, you guys are giving me gray hair (laughs) (laughs) and wrinkles. This is hard. Um, but all of this just really, uh, I think put me into a place where I wanted to figure out how I could serve this community of women who are incredible human beings um, in a, in, in a way that might help them alleviate some stress. Um, some of the, one of the, uh, when I was in my mindfulness certification, one of the interesting studies that they were discussing is, uh, there was a study with two teachers in two different classrooms and, uh, both of the teachers practiced mindfulness daily. One of the teachers implemented small bits of mindfulness into the classroom with their children. The other one did not. Then they studied the classrooms and studied the children. And what came out of that study, I thought was really interesting, is that there was almost no difference in the way that the children behaved, whether or not they were actively practicing any mindfulness. It was coming from the teacher and the teacher's presence in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And I thought, isn't that interesting that as a parent and now grandparent, my mindfulness might actually rub off on them a little bit and maybe kind of tone down a situation in just the way I engage with it. Maybe, you know, when I was a young mom, my top of my head would flow eye off and the steam would pour out of my ears and, you know, I would lose my cool. But, you know, I think age and wisdom and learning how to kind of just recognize that, you know, these are little tiny humans learning how to interact with the world and losing your cool doesn't actually help. <laughs> and it's not productive. Um, so uh, I just, I think that, um, that single solo moms 
I mean, as a population carries so much and I just would love to serve them in this way. Okay. All right. And in serving them, you also work with nonprofits. And can you explain what you do there and why you focus on the nonprofits who serve single moms? Yeah, I um, have a deep appreciation for the nonprofits who are serving this community. And part of what I wanted to do on my I have a podcast also, but what I wanted to do is really to highlight the work that they're doing to drive awareness to the programs that they have, not only for other solo moms out there who may need Mm -hmm. their services, but also to maybe some donors, somebody who hadn't heard of that. It's like, oh, I really think what they're doing is amazing and I want to be supportive of this. Okay. So it's really more about um, building relationships and bringing awareness to other, because I think when we, when we highlight other people and we give to them and share, you know, our audiences with them, Mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for um, the goodness to grow. And the other thing that was important to me in the process was, you know, you turn on the news, you turn on the radio and the world is, you know, blowing up and everything is negative and there, you know, humanity is no longer, you know, kind and we're all out for ourselves. And the more I started to talk to people, I'm like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, there is truth there, but that is not the whole picture. There are a lot of incredible people doing amazing work in the world. And um, I'm tired of the negativity. So I was like, okay, well, let's start talking about the really amazing, compassionate, empathetic, beautiful things that people are doing in the lives of other people to make a difference. So I build relationships with other nonprofits um, to hopefully bring a, a program to the single mothers that they serve. And to bring them, it's a six-week coaching program, very small groups, like only five women at a time in an effort to create intimate community, because that's the other thing that I've learned through my own uh, experience and then also having conversations is that community is lacking. When I got divorced, like I lost half my friends (laughs) because people don't know how to handle that. Right. And they think it's contagious. Yeah. So community is really important. And so that's part of what my desire to do is just to bring uh, community, other, other solo moms, not necessarily in the same, you know, geographic area, having an opportunity to share and encourage and to grow together. All right. Thank you. You mentioned you had a podcast. Um, Talk about the podcast. Tell us about your work specifically, like how you, um, serve um, single mothers and then tell us how we can get in touch with you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, My podcast is called Above and Not Beneath. Hmm. And in my podcast, um, I'm interviewing these solo moms who have overcome a tremendous amount in their lives. Mm -hmm. And they are on this path to self-sustainability and to, um, you know, success, whatever that looks like for them. In some cases, these women finally have a home of their own or their very first apartment or their very first car, or maybe they're in, you know, 
you know, in recovery and it's been a while or they lost their children and they got their children back, but they're on this beautiful path. And so I'm interviewing them to share their stories so that they have an opportunity to spread encouragement to other women and men, because men certainly go through this also, but to spread encouragement to other individuals so that, you know, maybe they're having a bad day and they're like, oh my gosh, that story was so powerful. You know, I see myself there. She did it. Like I can do it too. Right. I can do yes. it too. Um, and then also, um, I've interviewed some other individuals that just, um, are, are just doing some unique things in the world, uh, to help people overcome fear, um, and to, uh, uh, learn how to start businesses because a lot of the moms I'm working with are working for someone else isn't actually working for them. And yes. they have a dream. So, okay, well, I'll interview some individuals who are experts on helping entrepreneurs. And here are some steps that you need to take if you really want to do this. Uh, and then also working, like highlighting these nonprofits. So, uh, you know, if, if somebody is in, uh, actually just interviewed a, a really interesting woman who has a, a neat nonprofit in Florida that's providing safe housing for women. And, you know, she has some really practical ways, you know, there's like a, um, you know, a Walmart shopping list, you know, she provides the basic necessities in the home, you know, paper towels and all that stuff. Yes. Uh, and it's an easy way to partner with them. You know, yeah, I can give you 10 bucks a month for paper towels. Sure. You know, <laughs> um, to serve a mom who is, you know, has maybe been living in her car. Uh, so my, that is my podcast. My podcast is about bringing hope and encouragement to other people. Um, and then also, uh, the ways that I work with women is to do group coaching, like I mentioned before, small groups. And then, um, it's a, it's a six week period and we have a once a week group coaching session together and there's other materials and homework, but it's not arduous or really hard or anything like that. A lot of it is learning how to practice the positive intelligence and to get in touch with your stress and to learn how to just let it go. Uh, and then after that, uh, there's an opportunity for additional community after that. And so, yeah, you can find me on my website. It's above, not beneath.org. Okay. All right. Thank you. And are you on Instagram? I am on Instagram, uh, struggling a little bit with, uh, anyway, it's, it's not working right this minute, but it okay. should be soon. Okay. All right. No problem. You I'll put the link. Technology, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'll put the link to your, your podcast and your website in the show notes. So people could yes. get a hold of you. All yes, right. You. So what is Robin grateful for today? Oh, what am I grateful? I am grateful for this moment right here. Thank you. Uh, I am grateful, Rosemary, for the invitation to share with your audience. Um, yeah, I, the list is long today. Um, I got to spend a couple of days dog sitting for my son and uh, my husband. We don't have a, a pet right now. And so that filled a cup that I didn't realize was empty. And I had just a fantastic time. <laughs> fantastic time with this dog. Uh, you know, he's a hundred pounds of lap dog. Um, so I'm grateful for that moment that I, you know, just a little bit of time, I got to hang out with a sweet pup and, uh, you know, grateful for, um, 
yeah, my family and the opportunity to serve single mothers in a way that hopefully brings them a little peace in their day. All right. Thank you. I I appreciate you coming and talking to us today to sharing your wisdom and expertise uh, on Solo Moms Talk. And before I let you go, I'd like you to give a solo mom one piece of advice. Yes. Uh, One piece of advice. (sighs) If I could give myself that piece of advice, you know, 15 years ago, It would be to believe in yourself because you have, you are fully and completely equipped. You might not feel it, but the truth of the matter is, is that you are equipped to do the job that you have in raising your children and juggling the 9 million things. And you can do this and it is completely fine and totally okay to drop the occasional ball, right? That we always do, but to believe in yourself and to give yourself a little grace. Amen. Thank you very much, Robin Sears, for coming and talking to us today. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, Rosemary. It's been such a blessing. Need a way to jumpstart your podcast? Do you ever need some traction? You know, sometimes it's not easy starting your own business and a podcast may be the first thing that appears in your mind when you want to really get your word out there about your business on whatever idea you're trying to build. But starting a podcast requires a lot of resources, time and effort. Now, with the Podcubator Accelerator Pro, this could help you. Now, this is a mentoring program that helps new and aspiring podcasters launch and grow their podcasts. So um, what are you waiting for? Because 90% of the podcasters fail after three episodes. So do you know why? It's because they don't have the right guidance and support. So this is uh, highly recommended that you try Podcubator Accelerator Pro because you get one-on-one mentoring with a professional podcaster. You get a monthly group coaching sessions. You get exclusive access to online courses and tutorials and a private community of podcasters for networking and support. So what are you waiting for? Because you need to start your podcasting journey today. So hurry up and get started and start your podcasting awesomeness. Yeah. Hello, solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jenatjrosemary.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or 
schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.